On January 12, 2021, a Wisconsin teenager named Logan Anderson, he is age 16, was charged as an adult for allegedly killing his infant daughter. He's being charged with first-degree intentional homicide and the hiding of a corpse. According to a complaint, the baby was born on January 5th at the mother's home in a bathtub. The baby's mother told police that she and Logan agreed that a mutual friend, who they met on Snapchat, of course, would take the baby to an adoption agency in Madison. Seems so legit so far, right? Sounds so bad already. Logan originally told police that he paid this mutual friend $60 to take the baby to the adoption agency, but later said that he and the baby's mother decided he would get rid of the infant simply by dropping it somewhere. Yeah, don't ask questions. I'll just take care of it. This is just so wrong on so many levels. Yeah, this was going wrong straight from the beginning. Yeah, like having kids. Yeah, yeah should okay. have not had that. Or, yeah. you know, met on Snapchat. Either one yeah. of those. No. Logan then put the baby, get this, in a backpack, left the mother's house, and then walked to his own mom's house. And then he transferred the baby to a larger backpack. Why do you carry babies in backpacks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I never did that. Maybe my Cabbage Patch doll. That's going to age me a right. little bit. But that's a baby it. is not a Cabbage Patch doll. No, babies are not Cabbage Patch dolls. I will agree with that. <laughs> he took the infant to a quote-unquote remote wooded area and placed her in a small area inside a fallen tree. I'm going to note that the baby was completely nude and it was snowing because you have to think of where this is at. You're looking at me like, yeah, right. This is, it, get, it gets fucking worse. Again, we're talking about the dignity thing. Like you had to strip the child before we're going to put him in the. You already put it inside a backpack, a backpack, then a tree. Every time you say backpack, and now it's I think snowing. Dora the Explorer. Backpack, backpack, backpack. Okay. <laughs> Back to the horrible. He placed snow over the infant's body. Yeah, you're gasping. You couldn't just leave it? Now we're no. going to bury it in the snow? A, f- a naked baby. Good Lord. And then he walked away. Logan said he could hear her crying as he walked away, which caused him to, quote, emotionally break down, fall to his knees and cry. I have no empathy or sympathy for this no. kid. He also admitted that he knew leaving a nude infant exposed baby in the elements would likely cause it to die. So here's the no thing. shit. This caused him to, like, break down and cry. At that point, he could have gone back and got that kid. He could have put clothes on the kid to begin with and not put it in a backpack. Told parents, taken it to the fire station. There are so many options between this. Right. All of these things were viable options. Prying not to just, like... burying it in the snow. And then listening to it and crying to myself. Like, what? Yeah, I'm not buying the fact that he, like, fell to his knees. Yeah, so no sympathy. No, not no, none of that. Logan told police where he had hidden the baby. And when the officers found her Sunday, January 10th, they realized she was also shot in the head. Once again, detectives asked Logan what happened with the baby. And then he finally admitted to placing the baby into the snow-covered area and shooting her twice in the head. The shell casings that were found at the scene were also matched to the ones they found in his backpack, backpack. Oh, my God. He's being housed at the Rock County Juvenile Detention Center with his bond set at a million dollars. A preliminary hearing is scheduled for January 20th, and we will make sure to follow this case as it unfolds. That was just fucking terrible for me to type up, by the way. Like, it hurt in my soul. Absolutely. If there is one in there, it hurt. How about that? Yeah. What do you got? 
Well, my first one is something that actually just happened, you know, a few hours ago, basically. Um, Phil Spector passed away in jail, essentially. He was 80. This was not a surprise. A surprise. It actually says that he died of natural causes. Darn. So that may lead you to wonder, what led Phil Spector to be in jail? And why is this guy important? So he was originally from the Bronx, and he was a record producer. He produced a ton of high-profile clients, including the Beatles, Tina Turner, Cher, the Ramones. So he was a man that was at the top of his game at one point in time, professionally. He made a production style that became known as the Wall of Sound, and the influential performer or producer performed with the teddy bears and recorded the group's only hit with the teddy bears. Yeah, that was this is how he got his start. He was a member of the teddy bears. What it, is the teddy bears? It's a band. Oh, see, now I'm gonna yeah. have to go look up. Teddy it's bears. just a band, they only have one hit, they're a one hit wonder. Yeah, well, to know him is to love him <laughs> while they were still in, while he was still in high school. So he got a good start super early and then continued to work more in the production space of things and was a major influence on a lot of popular music through the 60s again bringing in like he worked with the beatles and he worked with them not only while they were a group but also individually when they split up into their own individual careers he did win a grammy award for album of the year when he produced the concert for bangladesh he was also induced or inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame for the songwriters hall of fame section of that gotcha in 2003 someone named clarkson was found dead in his home so this is the woman that he was convicted of murdering so then it all turned bad for him and then it all turned bad so one death not necessarily a serial killer or even i haven't found anything that says he was like a serial rapist or um, had a reputation like that necessarily Um, and she was an actress in the 1985 b movie barbarian queen and appeared in some other films too so not necessarily well-known individual but did know phil specter obviously and um, she was found dead and he was ultimately convicted of her murder so that is why he was in jail is a heavy hitter in the music space for several decades because this was only in 2003 yeah he worked all through the 60s and up until that time so I think a lot of people were shocked when they first when this first came out that he had possibly murdered this person and then was convicted. Of and it. then he was convicted, but for like the last ten years. And you wonder, like in that space out there, if he is like, or if he would have been connected to anything else. Because yeah, even so if it's just long, an assault or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he was there so long, and it makes you wonder that in today's atmosphere with some of the Me Too oh, movement yeah. things, if. He wouldn't have been convicted of something sooner or if he something else would have happened sooner that would have prevented her untimely death. So and we'll never know. And we'll never know. But he did spend 10 years. He was sentenced to 19 years in prison for that conviction. Um, and he had spent the last 10 years there. 19 years just doesn't seem like enough for mm-hmm. that type for of murder. crime. But yeah. that's just me. So he was in the middle of his sentence, but he was also 80. Yeah, that was bound to happen. Yep. Okay. On a little bit of a lighter note, this one made me a little giggle, just a little. Um, I have a COVID case for us. Oh. I know. 
A Wisconsin pharmacist had his license suspended by the state board after he was accused of intentionally spoiling more than 500 doses of the COVID vaccine. Good gracious. That's a lot. It is a lot. I mean, think about that's probably could potentially be a small hospital's entire staff that's that they lot. could have inoculated, at least with the first the first dosage. Yeah. yeah. Steve, Stephen Bradenberg, 46, will not be allowed to practice pharmacy. Thank you. In the state or work at any pharmacy in any capacity while the suspension is in place. Stephen became a licensed pharmacist on August 22nd, 1997, and has voluntarily agreed to the suspension so he could focus on the anticipated criminal case against him. It he knows you what's wonder, coming. Like what was running through his mind? Oh, we'll get there because okay. he may have some crazy pants pulled on. Ooh. He was working as a pharmacist at a medical facility in Grafton, where he allegedly removed the COVID vaccines from the refrigeration units on December twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Merry Christmas! Mm. Um, rendering those vaccines ineffective. He was arrested on three charges, reckless endangering safety, uh, adultering a prescription drug, and criminal damage to property. He was released from jail on a $10,000 bond. He was advised to not enter a plea since authorities are working to determine if the vials were actually ruined. The charges could be amended depending on the results. Um, They are testing the Moderna I think that's the Moderna ones. So the the Moderna one is the second one, got the emergency approval here in the United States. I knew you would know that. Oh, well, you know. Ah, exactly. Just keeping up too much on this. (laughs) According to his soon-to-be ex-wife, she had filed divorce papers the day before his arrest. Stephen is an admitted conspiracy theorist and told her that, quote, the government is planning cyber attacks and plans to shut down the power grid. She stated that she was concerned for her safety and that of her children, so she left town for a period of time. I can understand her perspective on that. Yeah, I mean, apparently he had dropped off, like, large amounts of food and all of that at her new house. and Where she was staying. Yeah, Yeah. because she had separated from him due to his erratic behavior. So she was not surprised. By this, by any means, but still. Well, and let's be clear, we're not talking about a murdering spree. No. And he didn't put anything bad into another person's body. He just supposedly intentionally. Right. I can understand where she wasn't like, I have anything to turn him in for. He hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't threatened anything. Um, I mean, I think it's definitely good that they caught him doing something like this versus something that would truly injure a human being he has definitely delayed the efforts to vaccine agreed which and for every potentially hurt somebody if they did not get their every additional month that i have to stay in the status of play like all of the restrictions that we have in place right now to keep this thing from spreading i'm going to blame him a little bit for (laughs) each one of those extra months it's yeah to intentionally do that for 500 doses Mm mm-hmm it just why go into pharmacy and all of that if you're gonna I mean be that yeah yeah absolutely I mean it's in the same vein of a physician like I would have the same problem with a physician that did didn't give a treatment that was effective agreed you know I'm like why are you not giving your patients the best you have available to you and see I know that some doctors have like that moral dilemma on if they believe in a certain 
treatment or course yeah, of action. But you still have to get outside of yourself and think of your patient. Right. Absolutely. This story also reminds me, I don't know if you remember a few years back, there was that pharmacist that was found guilty of diluting the chemotherapy yes, drugs. I do remember that one. Yeah, this reminds me very much of that just because they're both pharmacists. They were both trusted to like oversee these medications that would, you know, in this case, give people Im- immunity or not necessarily immunity. But um, it, I think the overall thought on the vaccine right now is you may still get it, but it won't impact you yeah. to the same level. It will protect you from the worst of everything and also stop the spread. Which is super important. It is. still, like, I don't know how much lower you can go before, like, diluting somebody's chemotherapy treatment. It's There, again, going into that line of work, you're set to a different standard because you're, you know, you have other people's lives in your hands, potentially. Whether it is, you know, the chemo or, Mm -hmm. you know, this vaccine, you're in charge of that. So, well, and. I mean, there are a lot of options for, like, where pharmacists work, too. Like, if this was at all related to, like, him not wanting to give that vaccine, he could have looked for a position where they were not going to be giving the vaccine or don't regularly vaccine or vaccinate people. And if you don't like it, don't get it. Just stop. He could quit. It's an amazing concept. I think you had said that he had been employed there since 1997. I think that's when he got his license, wasn't it? He became a licensed pharmacist in 1997. So he's been a pharmacist for over 20 years. Almost 25. Right? I would think that he would know if this was the job for him or not by now. I would think so, too. But apparently, you know, he doesn't agree with it. But he's bracing for impact if he's Right? I feel like he could have, like early retired this thing out and if he truly had those moral qualms about something or other to do with the vaccine it's just bizarre that's all there again 500 yeah what do you have well i have an interesting story about an oregon man who stole a car there happened to be a child in the back seat he then scolded the mother when he returned the child well, at least he returned the child. I mean, I will, don't steal the car. But I'm happy the kid's okay. <laughs> He's not like the guy with the tree. Oh, God. I'll give him that. He needs more than scolding. Yep. So, and they, as far as the writing of this article, they had not caught him yet. Are you so, serious? Yeah. So the Oregon police were looking for a man who stole this car with a child in it. And the child was in the back seat. Apparently saw the child, turns around. He returned the four-year-old and reprimanded the mom about her parenting skills. Only in Oregon. (laughs) Only in Oregon. Like, the audacity of this guy to say, oh, yeah, by the way, you shouldn't have had your kid in your car when I stole it. Like, (laughs) I agree with him. You should never leave your children in the car. I thought this was, like, a known thing. Stop leaving your fucking kids in the car unattended. Take your kids with you. Stop it. It gets a little better. The mother left the car unlocked and went inside to buy a gallon of milk and some meat, according to the report. The thief happened just happened to walk by, hopped in, and took off. And she left it unlocked. 
she left it with unlocked. your four-year-old apparently with the keys in it too oh my god because he turned it on and drove it you know he soon realized that the four-year-old was in the back seat made a u-turn in the parking lot so he, he didn't, didn't get, get very far. far no good for him good for him he returned the kid apparently the mother had come out at this point and he scolded her for leaving the kid in the car and then he i don't know if he like Slow Left. rolled, kicked the kid out, and took the car. <laughs> right. Shame on you. Because I'm still taking your car. Say. It just says that he lectured the mother. God, wouldn't you have loved to hurt it, though? And threat. He. the best part is he threatened to call the cops on her. <laughs> that is epic. That is tantamount to calling the police while you were committing a crime. <laughs> Which is actually what happened. That's amazing. I don't know who I, I like more in the story. Because really, okay. Like, okay, so he did actually drive away in the car. So the car is still stolen, but the thief ordered the mom to take the child before driving off into the sunset in the stolen car. Uh, that was his good act that after was he took act. the car. He's like, I don't want the kid, but I'm still going to take your car. Well, I mean, like, if you're going to do it, be good to the kids. Don't bury him in snow. Yeah. So who are you more frustrated with? The mom that left her kid in the car or the guy that stole the, the car? Mom! Because if you would have just, like, taken your four-year-old in there with you, this would have never been a problem. You're leaving a four-year-old in the car with the keys. I mean... Really? I am judging you. Had there been no man that came to rob or steal this car, the scenario I'm still still in... There's still a four-year-old in a car with keys. Well, okay, so I'm thinking of two things. One, the kid locks the car and you are stuck outside. The kid doesn't remember how to unlock the car. Right? You can see that happening. Yeah, I can see that happening. Or the kid climbs out of this car seat, somehow punches the gas, and the car goes through the store window. Those are my two options. See, I see that one just because of my kids and what they would probably do. Right, like out of all three of these scenarios. That is the scenario I see the most. The most. But maybe this is like the one that actually happened, being like the one that is the least damaged. (laughs) So the car is still out there. The car is still out there. They're still looking for this guy. I would are, like. Are they looking for him to high five him at this point? I mean, I have no idea. Like it's so insane that the bad guy gave you a lecture about not leaving your child in the car about being a dumb parent. Right. Like obviously, don't steal cars. Number one, don't yeah, steal don't cars. don't steal anything, guys. We're anything not promoting that. However. Stop leaving your children unattended in vehicles, especially with the keys in it. Right? Like, if somebody can break my car door because I left my dog in the car, you definitely shouldn't be leaving your child in the car. I wouldn't leave my dog. I wouldn't leave my kid. No. Like, I thought this was common sense, but apparently. Right? But good on him for taking the kid back. I'm less angry that he stole the car. I don't think he's a terrible person. I mean, he's not like. He's not a great guy. The best, but he also didn't leave an infant naked in the snow and shoot it. Yeah, like I'm not wanting him like in jail for life at this point unless I find out more about him. But no. like if he's like a petty theft, occasionally steals a car. But he did a good thing. At least he took the kid back. Right. Yes. Again, I'm curious if he stopped the car completely, let the kid out, and then yelled. Or if he or just kicked the kid out and just rolling. Like, yeah, like a slow roll, like, boop. So I think that he did have to stop the car to be able to, like, yell at the mom. I hope he stayed in the car to yell at her. Or right? did he get out of the car? See, I have questions. There's so many questions. Because, like, how many four-year-olds, like, climb themselves out of the car? Did he already have an unbuckle be like, get out? I don't know. Right? I, I really. 
I mean, like, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of them that are just like, hey, I'm with this rando dude. There's my mom. I'm getting out. Like, hey, mom, I met a new friend. I met a new friend. He's going to take your car. It's fine, mom. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be some more development to that one that gets reported in the news as well, just so we can find out more details. Because right now it seems very interesting. Um, And maybe, like I said, maybe this guy has like a huge extensive record. Maybe it was like escaped from jail and somehow, you know, on the run and brought the kid back. Either way. We don't know. But don't leave your kids in the car. And we will tell tell you more about that one if more comes to light. I think that's all we have. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Bye.